it's not that you're trying to uh, put somebody in a headlock. You're really selling should be a way that you share your message and have someone connect with that message so that they can come to you and that you help them solve their problems. Hey, what's up? This is Gabe from Legion Beats and MIDI Money, which is where we help music producers start, grow, and scale their music production businesses. Now, if you'd like to learn more about how I was able to turn Legion Beats into a profitable business and how you can join our community of hundreds of producers all working towards that same goal, head over to midimoney.com slash go. Um, okay. So welcome to the, welcome. Hey guys, welcome to the MIDI Money podcast. We've got with us Ill Factor. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Smooth, right? Uh, Grammy nominated producer, worked with all your favorite artists and huge people and um, incredible on the industry side as far as working with uh, a ton of people. If you're if you're watching this, you can see the, the plaques behind him, um, but also very successful and very smart on the entrepreneurial side um, in education space and helping people. Um, what did I miss? Is that is that a yeah, a quick the, underwater, the underwater basket weaving is no longer a thing. The, the, <laughs> okay. the crocheting with, uh, you know, woolly mammoth hair. I don't do that anymore. That's we were in just my talking past. about focus, having that yeah. clear roadmap. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Uh, dude, I'm, I've been really looking forward to this. Hanging out with you is always a, a, is a joy, man. And and uh, learning from you and what you've been able to accomplish and do to your, you know, with your crowd and, and everything you've been able to do, bro. It's inspiring, encouraging. So uh, excited to be here. And talk and geek out on many things, whether it be music production and how they how it overflows to other areas of our lives. So, yeah, 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 man. Um, no, I, I always love I love chatting with you. And we were just before I don't know how we're going to edit this, but before you were talking about um, getting like a really clear roadmap for your business and really for your for yeah. your customers. And uh, man, yeah, I have a bunch to say about that. Which is, uh, uh, you know, one of the things is just having clarity is so important for yourself because you know, yeah. okay, here's here's now what I know to what to do really important, especially when you're working with a team, because I know that's something I need to get better at, uh, because it drives your team crazy, right? If you're like, here's the goal. And then they're all running towards that. And it's like, just kidding. Here's the goal. And then yeah. they're running toward, you know, and then, and then everybody's crazy. Um, but same thing for your customer where it's like, okay, well, what is the goal? What is the ascension? What is the next step? Um, where, where does this fit in? I think all of that is, is, is super important. Yeah, I, I was like I said, I, I jumped right into creating Beat Academy with the sense of, hey, here's what I can do to bring value to people. And right. then as the year, so we're about almost four years in to as a platform, it's been growing every year. And I've been really blessed to have that. But I've been kind of um, being more reactive in the sense of like, oh, oh, what do you think people and that's cool. That's part of the process where you're like asking, hey, how can I better serve you? What's going on? But never did I ever think about where what's the what's the end game with all this what is a goal what is it if somebody were to step into my ecosystem if somebody were to go in a beat academy um what can they expect can they ex mm -hmm. you know and i think that uh, that lack of clarity actually hinders us as entrepreneurs it hinders uh my members and it hinders me because then they go in they dip their toe and they're like well i'm a little overwhelmed with a lot of the stuff that's in here already uh, I'm kind of looking around. I'm confused. This is just another thing to, to be burden myself with. But if there's a clear messaging and a roadmap for them to say, hey, listen, stick around, because if you fit in a stage one or, or level one or level two, uh, right. know that level five is the end game here. So yeah. it's not a it's not an all life commitment. This is this is my clear goal. And uh, and then actually there, there, there could be a stage six, which is like the mentoring where like now I can help you teach others re go through that same cycle and kind of be a certified. So I think in all aspects of, of creating a business, and I know you're really good at this, uh, equipping guys to create their own system and processes when they sell their beats um, to, to think of what level of clarity can I give to even people buying my beats? Like, right. Going above and beyond, I know it's like, how, how would this work on a beat? So I get it that you're managing a team, but I'm making beats, I'm, I'm selling my tracks, I'm putting them on beat stores or whatever it is that you're doing. Um, I think, yeah, I think a level of expectation to say, hey, here, here's the tracks. Um, here, and, and not even as down as to like, here's what you can do, you can lease it. I'm talking about like, 
maybe envisioning them saying, you know, you can get the, these tracks placed on sync film and TV advertisement if we can come together and do X, Y, and Z, right? Yeah. So you can even go above and beyond by just giving them beats. Even think about, hey, here's how to here's how to get the most of my beats. Here's this. It also includes two video tutorials that I've done when you import them into your DAW. Here's another free thing. Uh, here's a great opportunity that I, I offer, right? So that's the exactly kind of thing right. Like, no, and that fits perfectly into what, what we teach producers about whether if you are selling beats or courses or anything else is, uh, you know, part of it is putting together that offer, right? Where you're bundling those products and services, but, but it's not, you're doing it wrong if you're just throwing a bunch of random shit in there, right? It comes yeah. from exactly what you're talking about, which is understanding what is the customer journey? What are they, where are they coming from? Where are they going? Um, and where do you fit in and being really clear about that, right? Yeah. And you're not necessarily, in fact, you're probably doing too much if you're trying to be a part of every step of that journey. But if you make it clear to them, hey, this is what the journey is. Here's what the five-step process is. You gotta, you know, whatever, you know, write your song, buy a beat, record it, release it, promote it, you know, however deep you wanna get yeah. into it. And then here's the here's the tools I'm gonna provide you with. I'm gonna, I'm gonna provide you with, you know, a variety of beats. I'm gonna, um, you know, you're gonna have to mix it. So like you said, I'm gonna give you a, 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 a Pro Tools template. Um, you're also gonna have to get some, you know, uh, uh, some kind of artwork for it. So I'm gonna either show you how you can like really easily do it for free by yourself on Canva, or I'm gonna connect you with my dude who will, you know, give, you know, right? So, so it's understanding that helps you put together that offer, um, but then also, um, it's a framework. And now you're also teaching them the framework. Yeah. You're teaching them how to be successful because you're telling them here are the steps and maybe I provide some of those steps. Um, and then and then another layer to this, which is awesome for us as these business owners that get clear about, okay, here's the framework of you know uh, the life of a producer or an artist or whoever our customer is. Here's exactly where we fit in. Uh, you know, it's steps, it's really steps three, four, and five. And now guess who my best affiliate partners are going to be? The people who are dealing with steps one and two or six yeah. and seven, because with their upstream or downstream, and now it's going to be perfect because these, because, because this person is creating my customers for me, you know, BeatStars is creating customers for MIDI money because it's really easy. They get in there. They're like, okay, this is kind of cool. But then they realize they're not making any money and perfect. Now they're ready for me. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe it's, uh, uh, you know, I know you, I know you touch on a lot, but correct me if I'm wrong. Your, your main focus is here's how to create the best music. I know, I know you touch on a lot. Um, yeah, yeah, no, bro. You're, 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 come on now, Gabe, preach it. You're, you're, so, you're so, then, so therefore yeah, you, know, you could be a great affiliate for, okay, now you guys know how to create the music. Um, here's the best way to sell it. And now you send them right. over to, to me. Right. Right. Um, or, yeah, or and, I get and, into. Yeah, yeah. And, and one more thing, basically the same thing for me. Okay, cool. Now I've taught you, okay, here's how to, you know, kind of build your business and stuff. And then maybe I send them over to Russell Brunson, who's going to like elevate to the next level of entrepreneurship or whatever, you know, yeah. that type of thing. Yeah, man, it's, it's, it's really, it really is about adding that clarity. I love that, that word, the, the framework. And it, and just to think that, hey, that that's nice for that, you know, that might, it sounds like a 30,000 foot view of what I'm doing. No, man, it really adds more clarity to yourself to know like, then this is what I need to focus on in providing. I'm not trying to be all things to everybody. I can maybe, I love that you said that, hey, partner with the guy who helps you with steps one through two, and you focus on three and four, and you just be a rocket science with three and four. You do that thing well, and then, yeah, and then create that. Um, I mean, even down to the granular, like selling beats, I mean, that's that's a great way to just set up, be set apart from the ravaged person is like, check out my tracks. Uh, you want a Drake type beat? Here it is. But when I come with, yeah, here's a, here, here's the five steps to your personal artist roadmap. You got to record, write a song. If you need help with any of these, let me get, check out Beat Academy. And then when you, if you just need a beat, come to me, you know, it's like all these, exactly all these right. different areas that really help out uh, create the pathway and a roadmap for somebody to go on to know. Okay. Yeah. It, you know, when you go into like, when you go to a school for the first time, right, or you go to a new building, the one thing that always brings comfort to you is when somebody gives you the map and says, what room are you supposed to go to? Here's exactly how you get there, right? It's this concept of like, here's what you got to do. Go straight, make a right, and that's it. And the burden of like, 
okay, I feel less overwhelmed. I feel less confused. I feel like I'm actually belonging here is because you now have a sense of a direction of where to go and where you're yes. going to end up. And you're going to be, um, you're going to appreciate the person who taught you that framework. So to bring yeah. it back to, uh, I mentioned Russell Brunson before, you know, I talk about him a lot cause that's, 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 you know, one of my biggest mentors, um, you know, his, one of his main, basically his main product is software called ClickFunnels, right? And, yeah. and it's, it, it's a page builder. That's what it is. It's a page builder. Um, and, and it's designed to do certain things well, um, that are based off of, uh, kind of the, the type of business that he teaches to, to sell. But here's the thing, ClickFunnels is great. Um, but you know, Kajabi is just as good. It's certain things it's better you know, maybe certain things, it's not as good. Um, there's a, and now there's a million knockoffs, yeah. you know, most, most of them are honestly worse, but some of them are just as good as better. Um, but for me, Russell Brunson taught me the entire framework of how to build a business from the ground up and all these concepts. And then he just showed, Hey, having click funnels is like just one tiny piece of that. But yeah. of course I'm going to sign up for, for click funnels because he taught me this whole thing. And, and now I understand the framework and now that's, that's the tool. That's the piece where he fits in. And then he's also got coaching and different things, but, but that's, you know, and then also I'm always going to associate with him. Even if he does refer me out to somebody else, it's like, oh yeah, you taught me the framework. You sent me over here. So if you can be the person that's teaching the framework to your audience, whether if you're a producer and your audience is, is uh, artists and you're telling them, Hey, here's the framework. Like, I'm not just going to be one of those guys who's going to send you a beat and be on your way. Here's, here's how to actually, you know, yeah. create it, promote it and get it out there. Here's the framework. I really help with these three things, but here's the person to go before and after here's those resources. Um, I think that's how you really, uh, build that, that clarity and, and that, that following that connection that people have to you. Cause they're like, okay, even if, even if ill factor doesn't do this, I know I can come to him and he's going to point me in the right direction and understand where I should go. Right. Right. I mean, it's just a big, big thing. It's unpacking, it's taking a step back and realizing, okay, what, what's another angle that I can, um, you know, bring, bring that added value to, to the current cir circumstance. And it's, it's great, man. It really is. I think definitely in the beat making world, I mean, is rarely are people thinking in, in that, in, in that framework of like providing a framework for somebody to, to work in. So yeah, cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. And having that, having that roadmap too is good. It's funny. Cause as you were saying that, um, you know, we had, when we built uh, producer funnel secrets, which is sort of our flagship course that teaches, you know, how to build your business from the ground up using funnels, you know, all the cool stuff that how we were able to, you know, do seven figure selling beats and basically how could we, you know, walk somebody through that. And when we first did it, it was kind of all over the place where it was like, here's all this information yeah. and here's kind of an order. I mean, here, there was an order, but then we did exactly what you did of like, okay, let's break this down into like phases. So we have like the foundation phase. And then we have the um, activation phase, and then we've got the amplification phase, right? And it's and it just helps. Um, and then with each one of those, there's sort of these subsections, right? And so, so there's so a couple of things. One is like it's the same thing you're talking about, having that framework yeah. of like, okay, which step are you at? Um, and ultimately, they're kind of cyclical because you you keep going back through them. Um, but it also uh, gamifies it in a way, right? It makes it fun. Yeah. We give them a checklist and you can be like, cool, I checked off, you know, phase one, step one, bam, now I go to step two. Um, and people can get really creative, by the way, with the gamification stuff where you can give rewards and do all kinds of cool stuff. Um, yeah. But just even literally having it as simple as what we have right now in Proof of Secrets, which is, it's literally a checklist. It's the success path, success path checklist. <laughs> <laughs> almost sounded like that, that kind of path but that's yeah, a whole that's I mean, a whole other podcast that's, yeah 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 <laughs> that, that's a different framework yeah um but anyways it, it that also helps too to have that gamification to yeah. it of like oh cool cool i'm coming into beat academy and uh i can check off these boxes and now i'm here and maybe yeah. you get a badge maybe you get a thing maybe you get acknowledgement from the community something um or you at least like at the very least what we have with our checklist is you check it off and we say hey go share in the group that that you did this and everybody in the group is like yeah we know what it takes to do that that shit is hard and they're like congrats bro keep going so yeah yeah that's that that's exactly it and celebrating celebrating every step that that person's taking in 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 that framework is is essential part too yeah and that's yeah that's good well that, that got me excited because like i said I, that's something so we're revisioning that and transitioning to a new stage uh, with Bid Academy and just excited to like implant that vision and ca cast that vision, not implant it, but cast it to the members and the team and all that. So that's been going, man. We we've been doing good and 
growing on that end. And uh, yeah, still keeping busy with projects. So mm -hmm. actually in the middle of a project now, what's cool is what's cool about developing a lot of the independent artists that I've been coming across, as opposed to the major recording artists is a lot of the indie artists, I have the ability to now like, Hey, you know, would it be cool if we just film the whole process of making this track and making this beat? Cause mm -hmm. I would love to use it for beat Academy. And they're like, yeah, this is so cool. And I try to do that with like a major recording artist and there's so much red tape and there's like, no, the record label doesn't. I was like, all right, you forget this crap. Mm. I almost don't want to work with major artists anymore for that fact. Well, I do, but I, it, you know, it was like so much. Um, yeah. And, and there's just a lot of, a lot of cool freedom to kind of experiment and go in many different directions and not have so many middlemen in the way directing where, where things should be going. That's awesome. So, so then, so you're documenting more of the creation process and then, yeah, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of what's being taught in beat Academy is that the whole creative process, mm, producing, understanding perfect. how to find your voice as an artist and a producer. And a lot of people are that are becoming beat Academy members are people who are like, I've been, uh, you know, depending on other people to produce my beats or produce my tracks for me. I'm a singer or song or songwriter artist, but now I want to learn how to do it on my own and, and, and things like that. Um, and they're kind of stepping into that role as well. So yeah. And a lot of the creative process I like to share is just like, you know, how do we go from this spark of an idea, an eight bar loop and turn that into a full out song arranged with lyrics and melodies and the whole process and how to, how do you unlock that? Right. Um, so all that's really cool. And I'm always learning too. I'm always learning with, it's funny, like some of the same struggles that everybody struggles with when producing music, they're still there. They're like the main hurdles that everybody goes through. But with the new, with the, the way technology is right now, they're experiencing those hurdles differently. They're, they're, they're coming into those hurdles or running into those walls in, from different directions. And it's just cool seeing like, oh, okay. Like, you know, um, people are struggling with eight bar loops because their AI plugin that's making the loop for them is doing, you know, it's like, it's just crazy. Like all this, all this stuff that's in, being incorporated with the technology of music production. So yeah, man. Cool. Crazy world like fun. So, so you're, so you're actually like, um, as you're working with artists that you'd be working with anyways, as a producer, you're documenting more of that and then showing that to your, your beat Academy members. Is that, is that right? Yeah, or purposely, like, uh, sometimes it's hard. Um, like, I did this thing with Pure Mix with Jared where we would create a track from scratch, and they, they filmed the whole process. They had a, cool. a, a team in here. We filmed it. We uh, Then I, I gave it to a good friend of mine, Jimmy Douglas, to mix it, and then we had uh, Dave Kirch who, who mastered it. Uh, so that whole process was filmed, put on Pure Mix. And so I would work with an artist. We would create, just get lost in the vibe. And then what I would do is, like, revisit, hey, here's a song we did. Here's with the artist. Here's some key elements looking back now and breaking that down. Um, yeah, I, I've done the whole, let's do something from scratch. And, you know, it, you got like three hours of footage of like a bunch of like stuff that just never worked out. And, and that, because that's just how making music happens. You know, you can't like, it's not lightning in a bottle. Uh, so I, um, Although some of these guys are killing, you see Illmind, Superstar, oh, some of these guys just get on there and just fucking make beats on Twitch and, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's fine. I, well, it's, I, easier, I, it's easier, I guess, to just make a beat compared to you got an artist in there and that, because that's right, another right. level. Right, right. I do that actually uh, as part of my live coaching calls on Beat Academy. One, one, once a month, we do two calls. So one call, I'll listen to members' music and give critical feedback and certain things that they can do to go to, you know, take that song to the next uh, step. And then there's another call where they'll submit some ideas, riffs or little loops or whatever. And I'll take those elements and build a song from scratch on the spot. And those are also really cool. And mostly focus a lot on like, you know, from my area of background of how I've always produced more on like the pop lane, uh, urban pop lane. But yeah, it, it's a little different when you've got artists, singer songwriters in here and, you know, there's there's other humans involved. So you're, you're dealing with the psychology of all that and working things oh, yeah. out and trying to, you know, and they're like, you know, singing it. So I at least like, Hey, let's just vibe. Let's get the songs out. And then we'll go ahead and kind of com do a commentary of yeah. our thought process behind the, the thing like that. Yeah. I've definitely done the, 
the remaking of the making yeah <laughs> you know definitely a little bit a little bit easier but i do think you know people are more and more interested in that and depending on how you kind of package it um it can be interesting we're like it's like yes yeah, probably not going to go up on youtube as a five-hour video but maybe you do stream it and there are some people who are going to want to just chill out and have that on and and yeah. that, you know will be interesting i think that definitely seems to be not even the direction we're going which kind of where we are where you know people want more and more access and and they like to kind of see as much behind the scenes as as possible yeah That's i'm trying to figure out if i can do it or if anybody would be interested in some equivalent of that on the entrepreneurship side which i think is much less interesting <laughs> you know where it's like streaming me fucking building a funnel or something but yeah i do that in coaching and, and people are interested so it's, i think it's just a very specific niche of people who are I think so too, man. I, I think like people like you and I who geek out and those kind of things, it's, it's a niche, but I think we're also hung up on the quick, what's the quick, quickest way to patch the holes in my sinking ship kind of thing. You know, like how, how do I put out some of these fires or how do I, how do I skip the line and get to the top of the mountain uh, kind of thing? I think that's a lot of times where a lot of people are, are looking for. Um, and I, I, they bypass the small steps that that are taken to to get to where a lot of the people that we're looking up to get to, you know. And mm -hmm. so, we, yeah, what I think there's mean? that. Like what? Well, I mean, okay, I, think so, I, I can imagine, but but maybe something. So, like, there would be disconnect. So, I think like doing a stream was like, hey, we're gonna build a funnel. I'm gonna walk you through every step, build a funnel, and yeah, like that's awesome. I I would sit back and watch. Oh, great, because we we. You and I, we 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 can appreciate the nuances that go into oh, because we know in an ad paying world and all these things that even the tweaking one line of something makes a big difference, and so you're like oh okay cool I see how you're structuring the funnel okay that makes sense, but I think there's a there's a there could be the the disconnect where people are like ah oh, just just tell me what I need to do to make a million dollars I was like. <laughs> oh, yeah you're, no you're I not understanding that these are and just because you put the funnel together mm -hmm. that's just that's the shell now the meat that goes in there is like the hard work and 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 bumps and scrapes that come along the way with all and that's kind of what i was getting at does that make sense like definitely no that's the challenge i mean it's a challenge with anything anything yes. that's worth doing is going to be hard to do but it's it for sure especially when it's involving money or business it's like yeah, just do it for me. And I get it. I mean, it's human nature. I, I want somebody to push a button and I have yeah, a, man. and take, you know, and now I have an eight figure business. Like, I don't want to do the work, <laughs> you know, I mean, I, in some ways, of course, I do enjoy it and whatever. But if I could push a button, you know, and and yeah, I think that there's, there's got to be a certain level of, of understanding. And, and sometimes you don't know that until you know it, like you just think, yeah, I guess maybe I heard about, you know, reason example of funnels, I heard about funnels, if somebody would just build me this funnel, then I'd be rich. And it's like, well, not quite. It's yeah. it built, it fits into this seven step framework and it's a very important step of it. But if you'd only do that step, then it's just sitting there and nobody's going to. Right. Say, oh, right. That that's, that's what I was getting at. That's what I guess. Cause yeah. they would, they would spotlight saying, okay, that's, that's it. And that's not the, you know, you're right. That's the one, the one pixel out of when you step back and look at the whole picture, like, oh, okay. Got it. Yeah, and it's that's been a challenge for me too with my messaging with MIDI money is um, to get people excited enough. You have to show the possibility, like, hey, we made a million bucks, we you know did the six figure launch, you know, we made two hundred thousand dollars last week. Like all those things are true, um, but balancing that enough with it takes a shitload of work and time and energy, and you have to build up to it and um you know but to get people excited enough to put in the time and energy there's like this balance right if i start with okay here's this thing that i want you to that you know that in two years you might actually have a life where like you're completely living off your music and you feel empowered and it's great and you know similar to my story whatever um but it's going to be two years of like really fucking hard work and getting frustrated and being annoyed and doubting yourself and you know it's like like how much of that do you put on the front end yeah. um, where it's like this balance between for one thing, you, they, they have to buy in enough to even start in the first place. Yeah. They also have to have enough expectations uh, of how hard it's going to be that the first time it gets hard, they don't give up, 
you know so that that's been a little bit of a challenge for me yeah. like how yeah i don't know does, does that make that, sense that, yeah that's a challenge for everyone right how do you yeah. how do you not cross that threshold of trying to sell a bill of goods you don't want to shortchange anybody you want to be honest in what you're trying to deliver you don't want to sound like you know, hey, with just three easy steps and one really hard step, you too can be a mess. I was like, okay, you don't want to be that guy. And I totally get it. But then you you don't want to also, um, you know, distance expectation from reality. You know, I, you, right. you don't want to do that. You don't say, hey, yeah, it is possible. But, and I think, I think that's, I think with more and more people coming out of the woodwork, you start to see more and more ads hit your your Instagram or whatever your, of, of so many people being gurus and, and doing, Hey, here's how you can do it. I think more and more people are becoming aware of like, um, you know, the substance behind somebody who can really help them get through those initial two years of, of the growing pains. Um, they can smell it a mile away. I think certain people are starting to realize, yeah, this is another Amazon affiliate click, you know, uh, drop shipping thing and hey those things work but you just you know i guess you just have to work extra 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 hard to get those things going um i don't know man yeah. uh you know i'm coming That's from the school of i'm coming from the school of well the slow long game of just putting up the content out there on youtube and putting you know uh leading leading people with that value and if hey if you can't afford beat academy don't worry that's what my youtube channel's for you know, right. take advantage of all that stuff there and at your own pace. And when you're ready to take that next step, we're here for you. And yeah. bam, when you get into that, you know, so I, I, that's, that's how I'm seeing it. That's how I'm treating it. Um, there are days where I wish, yeah, I'm the same way, bro. I can, can I just push a button and this thing, like, <laughs> can we 10 X this whole thing? Uh, and, and my temptation to do that, you know, can come from sometimes from the lack of clarity of knowing what I need to do where 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 are some of the weak links in my in my current process right now how can what what do i need to reevaluate as opposed to um you know you know what i'm saying like yeah those temptations to want to just hit the button and act 10x growth i mean that's a good thing because money's just going to amplify the good that we're doing i'm not looking at it as a bad thing uh i'm just looking like is is the temptation to 10x is coming from a, a place of uh you know I just, I just want it to 10 X or is it like, I'm, I'm just frustrated that things are just not moving the right way right now. And I'm not, I'm not willing to take a look at those issues and, and, and reapproach them differently. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to go back to one thing you said where it's like, you know, people can, I forget what we say exactly, like kind of smell a mile away, I guess, if, yeah. if people are being authentic or not, I disagree. Um, oh, cool. I think that people are so skeptical and i think maybe even more in the producer community than others maybe that's just because who i deal with more um that there's this level of skepticism that's actually um that's actually bad like obviously if you're like every every advertisement i think everything i see i believe and i'm going to click and i'm going to pull up my credit card like clearly that's a bad idea um but you know what's interesting is i can is i can kind of relate because i really Wait, didn't get into are, yeah go are ahead. you saying are you i, I wanted to understand so you're saying that there's uh there's more pushback there's more skepticism yeah i think that's what i was saying that, uh, yeah that's what i meant oh, okay. that there was, okay that's what i meant that there was more skepticism because there's more people coming out of the woodwork promising or making empty promises or something i guess or yeah they're doing the this is how I can make a million dollars overnight if I do these things. So they put that stuff out there and then people are smelling that a mile away where they're like, I don't know. I'm very skeptic because this seems yeah. a little, that, that's so, what I was okay. getting. So then, so then really I'm agreeing with you. I guess what I'm saying is the unfortunate part of that is you get a lot of uh, false positives on yes. looking for scams, right? So now, yeah. or false, I don't know, whatever. Like basically, yeah. you know, obviously I'm I, basically what I'm, I'm referring to myself. Hey, I've got a thing that says, hey, I'm gonna show you how to make money with your beats. It's very easy, especially when somebody says, I'm gonna teach you how to make money to just go, this is a scam, right? It's just like, yeah. you know, arms folded. Like I've seen this before, like obviously this is a scam. Um, and so I, I just think that, that, that doesn't serve people to be that level of skeptical. And I'm a skeptical person. Like I consider myself a skeptic, like as a, uh, you know, there's different 
connotations of that word, but like, you know, I, I like to see things before I believe them, that type of thing. Um, and before I got into marketing and business and all this stuff, which is relatively recent, it's certainly less than 10 years ago. Um, I was, I was very much that person where I almost felt like as soon as I could tell somebody was selling something, I immediately was repelled. And I immediately said, like, I'm, I'm, I'm almost not going to take this action just because I can tell this person is selling me and wants me to do it. So like, I'm smarter than them because I can see that's what you want me to do. So I'm not going to do it. Even wow. though some of those times, if I did that thing it would actually be really good for me. Right. And that's what I've learned now through marketing and entrepreneurship is seeing so many examples of, of people who are my mentors in entrepreneurship and stuff where it's like the, the fact that they did sell me is the reason why now I have this incredible life. Like literally the yeah. fact that they sold that hard or the fact that they convinced me convinced or, or whatever it yeah. is, you know, so now I have a completely opposite look at it to a certain extent of like, hey, selling is good. Obviously it's super powerful, can be used for evil very easily. There's a ton of bad actors out there. Um, but I just think that's that's a message I wanna get out there a little bit to the producer community too, is don't outsmart yourself. Don't be like, oh, I can tell this fucker is like, you know, he's saying it's a free training, but he's gonna charge me. And yeah. therefore I'm smarter than he is. And I've heard, oh, you had your story and, and this is how you overcame. I've heard that before, therefore this is bullshit. It's like, no, maybe you've heard this before. Maybe there's a reason why people tell their story that way because it's effective and, and really, do a little more research and really do your best to fill it out. And hey, if there's a money back guarantee, then then take a risk on something if you feel like it might be right and it, it might actually change your life. That's a great point, man. I think I think you really are touching on something important. Um, the notion of once you know how the sausage is being made, right? Like once you've been to the factory, you're like, oh, so that's how the webinars are done. That's how this stuff is. You start to decode it. Like you're Neo. Yeah. You can start to see the matrix now, right? You, you see the ones and zeros. You see everything's like, and I agree with you. I think that there can be an unhealthy level of like, well, I know how this stuff works. So there's a pitch at the end. It's like, yeah, there is going to be a pitch at the end. But you know what? What separates the bad pitches from the good ones was were you, did you gain anything even from the upfront value that they were giving you? And sometimes right. they'll just let you know, so, look, man, at the end, I am going to pitch you something, but hopefully that my job during our time together is I'm going to help you. And, yeah. and that's and I, do, I started doing that at the beginning of my webinars, by the way, yeah. exactly for this reason. I didn't, I didn't at first, but it's just, everybody's already thinking it, you know, yeah. so, that's, so just that's one call thing. it out. Yeah, just call it out. And then just say, hey, look, and, and that's cool. If, if you're not comfortable with that, then you, you can leave. But uh, I, I hope that what I'm sharing and doing is going to resonate with you in such a way that it'll tear that wall down and allow me to serve you even after the paid, uh, you know, even with what I want to provide for you. Because that's, look, that, at the end of the day, that's what we want to do. We want to create a platform and create a... Uh, a, a, a way to connect with people that really helps them get their, take their next step with their music, uh, me with the production or just their career in general. And, and I think that's important. So yeah, uh, I, I totally know. And you know, no, being an entrepreneur, you scroll through, you're like, Oh, look at that ad. But now I'm looking at like, that's a pretty good copy. You know, I'm like, right, that's, right. That, that's a good angle. That that's a good way to, and now that's how I see it. I'm like, dude is killing it. That's a good, I need to study that. I mean, or who wrote this person's email copy? Like all these things now are, are now being looked in the lens of like, what can I learn from this? Uh, yes. Look at their comments, you know, look, how, how are people reacting to this ad? Uh, maybe I shouldn't do it. You know, it, it really is, um, you know, I'm not totally not hating on them anymore as I used to yeah, at, the, at the beginning. Me too. <laughs> no, I think that's really smart what you said there, because yes, I, I do that too, for sure. Um, and I've talked before about that skepticism thing, but I think next time I talk about it, I think that's a perfect thing to put together of like, okay, maybe you're being skeptical now. Tr here's, here's instead of just me complaining about that, I like what, what, what I'm gonna start doing is what you did. Here's an alternative. Now, instead of looking at that and being like, oh, fuck this guy, he's selling, look at what they're doing and see, hey, is this something that does seem effective that did affect me in a way that maybe if I'm the guy who's selling beats or whatever, I can use this as long as it's not sleazy and misleading, right. of course, like uh, hopefully that goes without saying like, yeah, then, then, then look at that and see, okay, I see how that came across wrong. I'm not going to do that. And now all of a sudden you're being active 
you're you're being an entrepreneur you're going to help yeah. your own business and you're stop going to outsmarting yourself to avoid any opportunities including the, the the good one yeah it's 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 also redefining the terms to yourself i mean i i grew up with just even a negative association to selling anything you know i sure. grew up yeah me too you know, i think I, almost everybody did a lot of people do you know i i grew up uh you know i'm cuban puerto rican i lived born and raised here in miami and my dad growing up i had to go with him to sell at this opalaka outdoor flea market and you know at the age of six and it was just a hustle and a grind it's me trying to sell belts and car stereos to a bunch of uh, people walking around the street. Like, hey, Dada, find Dada Mama. And I'm just walking around to a bunch of these Haitian people walking around. And and I'm this is little uh, Irish-looking Puerto Rican Cuban kid in the street trying to sell mixtapes and car stereos and things like that. And I just, ugh, I hated the association, the hustle that goes behind it. So I totally get it, man. And um so it's just kind of redefining what it is. And and uh, I think it was like, it was like Rush, Russell Brunson, not Russell Brunson, uh, Brandon Bernard, uh, Brandon Bernard, or Jeff Walker, one of those guys. It was one of these guys when I was getting into this space of figuring out what or how, how can I do this and turn this into a business. Um, and Grant Cochran was a huge, uh, good friend of mine. And he, he helped me a lot with envisioning this and realizing it's not that you're trying to uh, put somebody in a headlock. You're really selling should be a way that you share your message and have someone connect with that message so that they can come to you and that you help them solve their problems. Yes. And, and that's exactly. what it is. And unfortunately, selling could have a negative kind of, you can do it the other way. How can I take advantage of the people who don't know any better? Right. That's the selling I think that a lot of people think of car salesmen and stuff like that. But there's, there's great car salesmen too. Like they're like, Hey, I, I'm Guess genuinely, what? yeah. I want a car, so hopefully somebody's gonna sell me one. Yeah, <laughs> you know, right. just don't so, rip me off and give me some bullshit, of, you know, that I don't need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's cool, man. I think I think that's I think it's important on this side of the fence, looking out like, okay, if I'm gonna start selling, you know, beads or or create uh, some kind of side or income from this the music production or teaching people on these, I think it's really yeah grabbing a hold of those terms and and just kind of feeling just kind of knowing okay like i'm not trying to be a sleazeball i really do want to help people so yeah. now now that that burden or that guard is down yeah what's what's the best way to do that right yeah if you believe that your product helps people then now you're an asshole for not selling it to them <laughs> <laughs> right right if if you're it's like crazy. man i know beat academy i truly believe is the best way for a producer to get better at producing then it's your job to yeah. let people know like you it, it's actually you're doing people a disservice if you're not selling hard enough because you're not you're not helping them you know so yeah. that that to me is entrepreneurship at its finest is is solving problems and that's 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 how i got into it and i know there's there's all kinds of hustles and some are completely scammy and some are just kind of offer no value and just like like the the some of the business stuff that i don't that i don't have much interest in is like stuff where you're just like flipping stuff or exchanging stuff like not to put that down because i know there's a whole culture and it's cool and it's it is what it is but totally to me, I you. love the idea of I have a problem I can, or sorry, my customer has a problem. I can solve that. To me, that's what business and entrepreneurship is about. Yeah, I'm totally with you. I'm look the the real estate game and all that, and even now with the crypto NFT, you know, let me sell a digital blueprint of a duck vomiting on itself. I don't. I'm. <laughs> it's still like flip, and I'm like. I think the allure of that is that quick, oh, you mean overnight I can make this? You know, it's this allure of this this can be happening really quick. And um, and I think for me personally, that's the temptation to be like, well, yeah, okay, so what's the catch and all this? Yeah, I don't look down upon that. But to me, that was not what became magnetic into the entrepreneurial drive of like, okay, like as opposed to coming alongside of like, creating beat academy is a platform where i can virtually come alongside you and help you produce better music that's what i wanted to do that's what i'm passionate about and that's what i'm passionate about in this stage of my life if it if this was 10 12 years ago i wouldn't be there because i was still passionate about like you know i want to get records placed i'm still working with so and so and the networking but 
you know, I'm in a different stage in my life. I'll, I've had some people ask me like, so why are you doing this? Is it because you're not producing music anymore or you can't make placements? Like, no, I'm still very much working with major recording artists. It's just like, I don't want to be in the studio till four in the morning, hoping, praying and wishing that my song get placed on the next Rihanna album. I, I've got a wife, I've got four kids. I want that. I want to provide a Kaiban lifestyle that I'm allowed to connect with them and invest in that relationship. So yeah, it was just another season. And so I don't look down on the guy who's in the studio to like, you know, from seven to seven, that's the grind. That's what I did for oh, that was me for, you know, yeah. a decade plus. <laughs> that's, that's what I did, man. I was in the studio. I mean, you know, it was like, Hey, I, I would go to hit factory, you know, three o'clock and then be there till three in the morning, get a couple hours, repeat, wash, rinse, repeat. That's the grind. Got it. Right. Totally respect it. I'm just not, I'm not that young anymore, man. That's, you know, I'm like just that. not there anymore. I feel it. Um, I got to ask you, cause you, you kind of just brought it up in passing, but NFTs, web three, crypto, blockchain. Um, I know it, it has to come up that well, I'll tell you what's one thing that's, that might be interesting or funny for people who have, who have been watching or listening to this podcast. Um, you know, when it first started really hyping up, um, I had a few different people on here and it was almost like I was grilling them, <laughs> you know, like I was really like skeptical. Um, and, and always from the start, I said, Hey, I think, you know, a lot of smart people are saying this is going to change everything. Everything's going to be a smart contract. I'll like, so, so probably, um, but I was trying to see what is the value right now? And is there actually any reason why I should be focusing on it? And for a long time, my answer was, Eh, not really. Like you said, it's, you know, these profile pictures that sell for a million bucks. And I don't, you know, what is that? I don't get it. Um, until probably a, a few months ago, it, it really started to shift for me when I started to see some of the ways that you can use this. And so, so let me tell you my, my little journey. Well, actually, hold on. Yeah. Let me, let me hear where you're at first. Please enlighten me. Okay. Cause I'm in the same boat still. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if I'm weighing in on just like, I guess this is what it feels like to just get older and be left behind with technology, not in a sense, but, um, I'm looking at it, the perspective, cause I've heard a lot of people say now you can release music and you can do NFTs in which you do shared copyright. I go, but do you not know the ramification, like the headaches of splitting copyrights and because it's a, it's a derivative work. And there's a public like the publishing so i'm looking at from the publishing aspect and I'm, I'm going crazy like that's just nuts although the nft concept is great because now you can create this unique um unique bundle of something and yeah. create the value for it to say this is going to be an exclusive thing for um for the fans that want to go extra deep and want to get the, the the vinyl of this that this NFT will include two tickets to the show. That stuff makes sense. Yeah. I think it, though at the current state, it's working for the hierarchy, meaning like the Jay-Z's and Beyonce's of the world, where if they drop like, hey, you buy this new album, you'll get a strand of my hair. And it's gonna be like, you know, like that makes sense because of the fame and and the worth of of that, that, that item, right? Yeah. But to a, a Jane, you know, a Joe Schmo, who's an independent artist putting the music on, trying to do this, trying to, climb the hurdles of all these nft things i'm like where's where's that subjective value because that's what it is it's really a subjective point of value so that's where i'm at mm -hmm. I, I i have respect for the technology aiming that way i definitely right. do see the potential with blockchain and 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 the, you know being able to have smart contracts i mean we're, we're going there but yeah. when the nfts placed on this pedestal is like this is the this is the revolution of music. I'm like, well, let's, let's, okay, for, for who? For the Jay-Z's yeah. of the world? Sure. But for you guys, how does that play out? So that's where I'm at. Does that okay. make sense? I love it. I lo it makes a hundred percent sense. Cause it's basically exactly where I was at a few months ago. And, and, uh, and let me see if I can nudge you a little closer to where I'm at now. <laughs> Do it. So for, so first off the, the big promise of somehow like ownership, plus uh, complete transparency, plus anonymity, which doesn't even make sense, uh, plus copyrights and content ID are all fixed. Bullshit. There's yes. just, we're nowhere near it. And, and I, agree. I can imagine that this technology will eventually be part of or the solution. We're nowhere near that. 
it's just not don't to me so so that's so throw that out the window basically yeah I, that's what i was that's <laughs> the biggest hang up for me too i was like yeah. there's no way because i go a lot of people don't even realize how song publishing works how music publishing works to begin with <laughs> let alone throw the whole concept of nfts and blockchains on top like do you even know how publishing even works to begin with it's a nightmare today there's like there's 1.3 1.3 billion dollars in hold because of unclaimed copyright so like I, I'll let you move on, but yeah. so when somebody, when two or three people write on a song, and they have different copyright claims of that song, so one person says, "Hey, I own thirty percent publishing on the song," and then that other person says, "No, you own twenty percent," and they submit that information, then the record label say, "Well, we're not paying anybody until everybody's on an agreeable term for the even splits of a song," and so then what happens is the record label is holding about one point three billion dollars of withheld right uh, royalties yeah. because the, of the un... performing rights organizations right yes not, not, not the labels well or, label... or maybe it depends if the labels own... never mind i'll oh. let you keep going it doesn't no, no. Matter. so so the labels let's say <laughs> universal publishing so the labels yeah, yeah. that own publishing on yeah. an artist so so let's take this here's a, here's a great example right so there's a there's a song with rick ross that I worked on and like three other artists well there's three conflicting splits amounts so everybody submitted three different amounts that it was like well this is conflicting so universal held like well we're not going to pay out anybody to this is resolved does that make sense yeah so yeah, yeah, i got you so what ends up happening is that just that money just gets stuck there now that's here today going on now i can only imagine the complexity of what you were talking so that's what hung me yeah. up Sorry to go down a rabbit hole. No, 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 Keep no. Going. <laughs> For I'm, sure. I'm going to stay so back I'm, and relax. I'm with you on that. And you're more knowledgeable on that side of things than I am. And I can very clearly see that we're nowhere near having a solution to that. And, and again, I think it's very possible that smart contracts will someday help with that. Um, one, one thing, maybe just to bridge it a little bit that I, that I've seen that, that seems like a somewhat practical version of that. And then I'll get to the part <laughs> that I really think is cool right now. Uh, is I have seen a version of where like, hey, I'm gonna release this song um, as, as essentially an NFT. Um, everybody, you know, I'm gonna do a hundred of them, and you get a, a certain percentage of, let's say, the royalties from like if I if I put it out through a DSP, like I put it out through DistroKid, mm -hmm. the money that comes into DistroKid, that a percentage of that is gonna get released to each of those holders. So that's just like one very small not the whole puzzle but that's mm -hmm. one small use case that i think actually can work right now yeah um so so anyways but that again that's one very small piece of the puzzle okay but here's what's really cool here's here's what kind of turned me around and really it was um talking to my buddy omari i don't know if you know omari super smart guy in the music sort of marketing and you know production space uh omari mc and he had launched his uh creator coin on a uh platform called rally rally.io um, it's also the same uh, platform that Illmind is on. He's got Blapcoin, so he's yeah. so basically it allows you to create your own cryptocurrency, right? Uh, or they call it a creator coin, and yeah. um, and so what you can do with that is you can essentially um, use that as the gate for people to access different things. So for example, you can say, hey, if you hold uh, you know 500 Illfactor tokens, then you have uh, a membership. And you just get that membership. You just hold on to that. Um, now, the benefit, one of the benefits to the to to your customer is they spent however much they spent. Maybe they spent sixty dollars, for example, for five hundred um, of of ill factor coin, right? And they're just holding it. Yeah. They still own that coin, and the that, that the value of the coin might go up over the course of that year. And then they can actually sell that to somebody else. Um, and they still get all the, the benefit of it. The benefit to you is the more people who hold that coin, the more value that coin has and, and it goes up. So essentially, and this is just one very specific, you know, case, but what it basically does is it gives your community a vested interest in the success of your business, because the more people that hold this coin, uh, the more, the value of the coin goes up and the more that everybody literally gets more value like like actually makes money from it so it's sort of it's almost like an affiliate program in a way not yeah. quite as transactional it's actually more like 
uh, we're all a piece of this. We all have own kind of like a part of this. Um, and, and so that's, that's at least one, one kind of use case. Yeah. Um, and I can get into more. What, what do you think so far? <laughs> yeah. So if I'm hearing you correctly, you're basically, you're creating a, a currency where the value uh -huh. for that currency is exchanged for whatever services or whatever it is that you're setting. Right. Uh, yeah. I think ill minds doing that now with his night thing and that he's, he's creating a, a coin where yeah, I, I did, I do, I did understand. I saw that, and I was like, "Well, that's cool." You know, that's like the whole Chucky, e, that's Chucky e. Cheese model, right? The whole Chucky e. Cheese model is that you go into the store, you can't get get the, you got to use the tokens, right? Mm -hmm. The little coins to play the games, and then they'll give you tickets from those mm -hmm. coins, and how many, how many tickets you got, you can get the prize. The thing is, that prize is like worth like twenty five cents when you get outside of the thing. But you're right, you're yeah. creating an ecosystem where the value of that coin is, and you're saying, when you said more people have the coin, that one coin that person sold, or are you saying just in general, like when they so buy it? So with the coin, and just to clarify, this is separate from NFTs, which we can talk about in a second. Gotcha, this, okay. Right, so the more This people, is blockchain. Yes, both, both happen on the blockchain. Both cryptocurrencies and NFTs are a result of blockchain technology, but they're different things. Uh, the biggest, the difference is fungibility, right? So one Bitcoin is the same as another Bitcoin, but one NFT is actually different than the other NFT. That that's yeah. the difference. So in this case, we're just we're talking about this this crypto. So one of the differences uh, between Chuck E. Cheese and this is you don't depending on how you want to set it up, you can set it up where it's like, hey, if you if you give me essentially my coin back and you buy stuff with this coin, you can buy stuff, but also just by holding it you get that value. So that's one thing. And then you can sell oh. that. And there's a market that's built in the infrastructure is there where you press one button, it's available, anybody else can buy it. And not only that is that that coin, um, it's it's not just a token that only works in Chuck E. Cheese, it kind of is. But here's the thing right at the door, you can switch that out for real money. Um, and because this one is without getting deep into the woods, rally this this specific platform the rally token has a ton of liquidity you can trade it on coinbase everything everything like that so if i decide hey i don't want my blap coin anymore right now today i can trade it for rally and then i can trade that rally for dollars Got so, it. it's, so it's real money you know it, it it in two steps you can you can turn it right back into actual dollars without any you know uh i don't have to give it back to the original creator um and so there's, so that's so anyways that's kind of like one, one there's one thing okay so help me understand this and and you know forgive my yeah, ignorance yeah. here so no, you're no. saying um we're using the, the term coin so let's say um the person gets a coin does that mean they hold on to it coin singular meaning like i there's no other coin or no other currency i'm, I'm thinking it's like a dollar bill no. okay okay but wait, the wait, wait. you're saying like the type of coin, right? So let's say I make a, you know, it's like a currency, maybe that helps. Okay, yes. All right, perfect. That that made it really easy for understand. Just and just breaking it down because it just helps me think that way. So yeah. let's say we did the, the ill factor token. Yes, right. I have exactly right. 30 ill factor tokens, right? Or beat academy tokens, I have 30 beat academy tokens, then mm -hmm. somebody else says, Hey, I bought 500 of them, because that gets me level seven, this thing. And the more people who buy into this currency, right, the more values derived of that currency because it's there's a wider audience to interchange that with. Does that make yes, sense? Because I can go, yes, exactly. Okay. And I can go to rally.io right now. I could look at the value of Blapcoin. I, I won't do it right now, but whatever. Let's say it's worth two bucks. Yeah. I buy a thousand. That gives me access to all this cool stuff. And then guess what? That community grows over the next three years. And now those thousand Blapcoin, I forget what math I just used, but whatever. Yeah. I bought a thousand of them and they were a dollar each. So I, I paid a thousand dollars for it. Now each Blapcoin is worth five bucks. So holy shit, not only did I get all this value out of it, now I'm actually gonna make money as well. And you happen to, you also, or let's say Illmind owns 40% of Blapcoin. So he benefits monetarily uh, just by people holding it because again, the value goes up. Um, and then you can get as creative as you want as far as all the products and services and everything that you're currently doing and more, you give access based off of them holding a certain amount or trading it in for a certain amount. 
So that so that's one piece. That's kind of like the creator coin piece, and so yeah, it gives yeah. everybody this vested interest in you. And now you've got people who not only you know want to be like, hey, Beat Academy is awesome because it's a great community, and we want more cool people in there. But hey, if I can bring more people in, I actually I make money. <laughs> you know, it makes a community awesome, more awesome. But but we have this this vested interest. So that's one yeah. piece. What, what do you think? <laughs> Uh, no, that's, I mean, it's the gears, the, I'm like, gears are starting to move. No, I yeah. totally, how, how has that, how has that impacted you and your vision for what you're, what you, what you're planning? Because I, I, that, that, that does, that seems about the most positive um, thing. It, it, you're right. It, it is kind of nudging me into understanding. Yeah, that, that's, there's so much great potential there mm-hmm. in, and being able to then say, hey, you're not just becoming a member and consuming, you're becoming a member and have the ability to actually uh, make or build wealth off of the community that yeah, we're creating. and have a type of ownership. You're not oh, ownership, right? equity right. in your company, yes. but it is a type of ownership. Yeah, yeah, got it, got it. Yeah, because, you know, the, the word, all these definitions, the word ownership gets thrown around loosely. And so you're like, well, what are they really owning? what are they owning and what you're saying is no they're they're partaking in the value of the currency they're owning the currency and with more people owning the currency the value of that currency goes up so that yeah, if kind of like did in that 50, way it's, it's like a stock exactly i'm investing stock in legion beats or beat academy so we're creating we're, we're pretty much literally creating stock options for anybody who's willing to buy in right yes but quick caveat don't tell the sec that Rally doesn't want you to call it an investment <laughs> or 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 a stock. Um, yes. What you're really supposed to emphasize is the utility that you get from it. Got um, it. Otherwise, it can be considered a different class, and that's a whole different problem. Yeah, yeah, that's good. But, but, but like, the actual practical thing is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's that's awesome, Brian. That's really cool. That I, I never, yeah, I never really thought of it that way. Um, thanks, bro. So, thanks for the nudge. Yeah. So that's one. So that's one. And then the NFT thing um, that I've, I've just come to more recently, uh, it's it, kind of the same thing is that it's just more of a lim- like a limited run type of thing. So yeah. and then it's just all about basically what this NFT is. It's your pass. It's your ticket to whatever you want it to be. Right. So maybe again, it's your ticket to uh, Beat Academy. It's your ticket to weekly live coaching. It's your ticket to this book. It's your ticket to this live event. It's your ticket to all these different things. Um, and so, so there, there's a couple reasons. So first of all, that's pretty cool. Right. Um, and, and technically you could just say, Hey, I'm going to sell a, a pass and it's however much money and you get all those things. It doesn't have to be an NFT. Right. One of the cool things about the NFT is that, um, it's on this, it's going to be on this marketplace, right? Wherever you do it, OpenSea, or you can also, you can actually do it through Rally or whatever. Um, and so people buy that NFT, they get all the, all the value from it. They can hop into your discord. They can go to this event. They can get access to your membership, all these kinds of things. And now there's a secondary market that's just built in. They can basically press a button and say, you know what? I, I think I'm, I'm ready to move on, or I bought three of these early or whatever. Uh, and now I'm going to sell this and somebody else can go buy that on that secondary market. And you can build into that contract that every time it gets sold, you as the original creator gets a percentage, like let's say 10% or whatever. So now all of a sudden there's this secondary market because um, it's like, oh yeah, having Beat Academy, like, you know, you used to be able to get it for 60 bucks, but now it's a hundred bucks or 500 bucks or whatever. But if you hold this NFT, you have access for a year. Maybe there's a secondary market uh, for that. Is is that, is that kind of making sense? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. I because I always heard somebody like, oh yes, the, the, the royalties off of that, but like royalties off of what? Because I'm thinking royalties in the traditional sense of songwriting and and the publishing aspect. But yeah, that makes sense that you can embed it in the smart contract that when this specific non fungible token, this NFT is is sold, I the original owner or creator of that NFT gets a ten percent cut of every sale. So technically, it could be sold twelve times. And I'm getting a cut from all that. And because if the value of that, if it goes higher, so if it's being sold, you know, first I got sold for 300, now 3000, then 300,000, huge potential off of it. Yeah, exactly. Right. And then you can do all kinds of, I mean, you can get super deep into it, but you can be like, okay, I'm going to do a thousand of these NFTs 
and then this is where you get sort of that, you know, okay, it's like a bored ape thing and some of them wear a hat and some of them wear whatever. And all that seems, seems pretty dumb until you say, you know what, I'm going to put some utility into that. So if you get one of the ones that has a hat, that means that, you know, you get to join these weekly coaching calls. Um, but there's only like 5% of them that have that. So it's more rare. Um, and then part of the fun is when you get on the whitelist, which means you get to mint them, which means you're not buying it on the secondary market. You're the first person to buy it. You don't know which one you're getting. So there's kind of like this dopamine rush of like this thing of like, okay, I'm going to mint one. Let's see which one I get. Um, man, I hope I get the, the one of a hundred. That means I get a one-on-one -on -one with, with ill factor. Um, but then maybe you do get it and then you're like, Ooh, this is pretty dope. But I bet on the secondary market, I could get something for, you know, and, and then you trade them or you say, Hey, there's five uh, different color backgrounds for, if anybody collects all five different color backgrounds, then, you know, ill factor is going to come to your house and cook you dinner. So then there becomes this fun, like, okay, it's we're like, trade freaking, like comic cards. When I used to collect comic cards, like you'd go right. all these packs and I was like, oh, I got the freaking hologram. Like out of 75 packs, I finally got this one. This is the one worth one. Dude, I have but to say But the difference man, for me, and I'm sorry, I know I'm talking a lot, but yeah. I'm just like starting to get excited about this stuff. The difference between the, the trading cards, which doesn't interest me that much, is that that trading card is actually a ticket to an incredible conference or it's a right. ticket to, that's the, the they call it the utility in the, right? That's, that's the part the that's more interesting to me. Right. That is all the utilities are what I'm really excited about as well. Right. Because right. what it's being broadcasted, I think, from afar off from a lot of the people who are lost in so much of the information is you look at it. And it's like it's a digital. It's like a duck my kid drew on clip art or something. Why right. am I going to pay seventy five thousand? We're not seeing the utility that's being used underneath that. That, that's doing all that. I think you, you've probably broken this down the best that I've heard anywhere else. Hey. So thank you, bro. It was okay. good. Did I well, nudge you? I nudge you a little bit? Yeah, you nudge me, you nudge me. I'll probably buy okay. a digital cow. No, um, <laughs> I've seen the, 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 the absolute, um, yeah, I, mean, I see the potential in it. And I think maybe even just, that has to be an undertaking of creating a, like, I've got, you got to build a good foundation to, to run on on that like for my business so i was like hey if i'm gonna implement that into beat academy that's something I'm like okay that's like a a restructuring of a lot of things right now but uh but yeah i could totally see the potential in that because yeah because then you can even just do crypto i love the rally i love the the, the, the crypto for communities because that's a that's yeah. such a great i see that because that it's always about empowering also the the member yeah. empowering the person coming into the community and i'm all for that because then it's like look guys as as we grow your investment in this community grows as well and i, I really like that vision I, I like that a lot that's really really cool yeah and you can do some cool stuff with that where like i know some people take to extreme where like they literally pay some or all of their team members in their coin um and now now all the team members have this vested interest in it getting better and um, anyways, uh, we'll probably, we've got a, I know time, I appreciate your time. I know we're, we're like, oh, yeah. over. um, but this has been a fun, a fun conversation. Um, at least for me, I hope other people, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it has, man. It has been really light, man. I, I thought I was just going to bring more to the table. I don't know if you wanted to talk about anything else, but, uh, yeah, we'll have to do another one. Cause I think I probably talked a lot. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll be, totally down. I'll actually Listen, introduce you. We'll talk about you. Next no, time. I, I'm totally down, man. I'm totally down. And if, if you know what, even if leading up to another one, you ask your audience, yeah. Hey, we're going to, we're going to talk about music production. Are there anything specifically you want to focus in on? Uh, and we could do that too, man. We can go. That'd be fun. That might be a fun one to do live. Yeah, let's do that one. We can book cool. it. You get your audience on. We can just knock out some things live. That way, at least they're, they're they're pulling some things from it that they, that can really help them. Perfect, perfect. All right, man. Well, I'll I'll, I'll is, let you go. Hey, bro, you, you you made me you you made me a believer. So all right, all right. I like it. I like it. Um, one thing too, by the way. Um, uh, check out check out what Illmind is doing with uh, Squad of Knights. If you go to squadofknights.com. That's what I was talking out. about. The knights. Yeah. 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 I, I've been watching Ill. I've been um been hitting him up and he's been telling me about the whole squad of nights he's he's creating a, a community um and i see it's like yeah granted that's what i'm essentially doing with beat academy i'm just not creating uh, a crypto attached to it sure and so yeah 
yeah but now now start some of the gears are starting to turn right uh, yeah, like, well yeah, but yeah. if we did then um and of course hey bring it back to what we were first talking about focus roadmap don't obviously you already know you don't you don't say yes to everything that looks cool and maybe the right. timing's not right but at least at least uh it well that, that's what i meant earlier i was have to like i just now have a clear roadmap of what i need to be doing and now i'll add that in phase phase two of, <laughs> of the year or something um but dude yeah thank you that's that's a lot of really cool stuff uh to to consider cool man um are you right. how has it impacted you how, how's it how's it like we not we haven't launched anything yet so at this point we've done i've done a lot of i mean all of this is so recent like literally in the last couple months like like i was where you were at a couple months ago where i was like yeah yeah yeah, okay it sounds like in a few years this will be cool and i don't care about it whatever right so so i um again we will see this we've we've actually banked a bunch of podcasts uh which for me is good because usually i'm like last minute so this probably won't come out for uh another i don't know month at least or something like that um so we might have something out by that time but we're 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 planning on doing actually both of doing rally uh having a creator coin and then also doing a big nft project um and actually now that i think about it we are doing a much smaller nft project that's part of this beat pack that we're about to launch we're just one of the bonuses is you get um, uh, access to these listening sessions that we're doing throughout the year. And that that is in the form of an NFT. So that's it's like a single use thing yeah. as compared to like what Illmind's doing with Squad of Nights, where it's this huge community thing, which we are planning on doing something like that, too. So and that's that's more of the rally coin. That's the rally IO. Two, uh, two different things. So Squad of Nights is not on rally. So Squad of Knights is more like, uh, you know, on OpenSea and kind of like the the NFT world, let's say. Okay. Um, and that and there's certain advantages and disadvantages to that. Um, and Rally is kind of its own thing that has a lot of uh, advantages and disadvantages as well. Um, without getting super deep into it, what what I first really liked about Rally is it really bridges Web 2.0 and Web 3.0, meaning. If I want to go buy some Blapcoin, I can literally click a button. I go to his page, I click buy, and I can enter my credit card, and now I own some Blapcoin. Really easy. If I want to get a Squad of Knights NFT or one of these NFTs that we're going to do later, you have to get a, uh, a, a crypto wallet. wallet like MetaMask. You have to, you know, figure out how to get some Ethereum in there. You have to go. That's that was always my hesitation. It's like, look you know, we're, we're in the business of even trying to help somebody just get their regular credit card in to begin with or PayPal, you know? Um, so adding extra hoops for the people to jump through is not like what, you know, yeah. What I'm, what I'm looking at right now, but yeah. Yeah. Thanks that so is much one of the appeals of, of, of rally is they, they, they make it pretty straightforward. That's cool. Yeah. Um, cool, man. Well, this was been a longer pocket. I've been trying to make them shorter. But yeah, uh, yeah. I, I just had fun having this conversation. So I just <laughs> No, me too, man. Me too. Appreciate it, brother. Uh let me know what else, man. So if you wanted to do a live QA thing, totally down let's, for that too. Let's definitely do that. Um while we wrap up here, let's let the people know best place to find you. Anything else you want to wrap up with, what you got coming up. Yeah, uh, sure. Anything. So um just definitely check out beatacademy.com and take advantage of all the resources that are available there. And so, you know, there's a couple of things that as I don't know, by the time this is launched, the new site would be up and, and that roadmap is there. So if you, yeah, if you want to take that next step with music production, visit beatacademy.com. Dope. Right, Ill Factor, appreciate your time. My man, you too, bro. Thanks, brother. Thank you for listening to the MIDI Money Podcast. If you're not subscribed already, please be sure to do that right now on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you enjoyed this episode, I would really appreciate if you do me a quick favor and rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts or comment and like the videos on YouTube. You know, those ratings, reviews, those comments, they all show that people are getting value, helps the algorithm and helps get this podcast out to more producers. So it means so much to me if you'd be willing to take a couple minutes to do that. Oh, and if you'd like to learn more about how I was able to turn Legion Beats into a profitable business and how you can join our community of hundreds of producers all working towards that same goal, head over to midimoney.com go.